Previously, Drew and Issy learned the extent of their inheritance, but also received the unsettling news of the details surrounding their mother's death. Issy was further troubled by the fact that she and her siblings must take a blood test to confirm their standing as heirs. Linda had concerns about her apparent memory lapses, and Roxy was increasingly upset by missing items from her kitchen. Blake spent time with Josiah over Olivia's objections, and Sandra and Issy continue to share an uncomfortable truce as each knows a secret the other once kept. Now, Secrets of Heritage House, created by John Adams and Scott Young, continues. I'm a second-generation attorney in Heritage, Nevada, with a diverse practice in civil and criminal matters. At least that's what the Brandon and Brandon website says. In truth, the firm handles the best and worst of what life has to offer from cradle to grave for multiple generations of families in town. Part of an attorney's responsibility is maintaining confidentiality. That's a real talent in a small town, where everyone knows your business. I'm beginning to think my father and law partner might be keeping some confidences of his own, but that could just be the advancing dementia talking. My name is L.B. Brandon Jr. I'm the keeper of many secrets myself, something called attorney-client privilege. Good morning. Morning, Mr. Drew. You're too late for breakfast. We're just putting away That's the dishes. That's okay, Roxy. I'll just grab a protein drink, and then I'll continue my exploration of the house. There's so many rooms and corridors, I can hardly find my way to bed at night. I won't be in your way, will I, Linda? Of course not, Mr. Drew. Holler if you get lost. That is a distinct possibility. See you later. Is the tea all right, Miss Issy? No. I I mean, yes. It's fine. Thank you. You keep stirring it. Do you want some milk? I'm sorry, Linda. I can't stop thinking about what Roxy and I overheard yesterday. I'm still mystified. Are you sure it was me you heard talking with Sandra? (laughs) Linda, honey, who else would it have been? We were the only ones home. It was your voice, but different somehow. More monotone? Like, like you had been hypnotized. Hypnotized? Who would do that and why? I'm just a housekeeper. I, I don't know anything. I, I do my duty and that's all. Now, now, honey, don't fret. When Izzy and I figure this all out... Don't forget Drew, too. And Mr. Drew. We'll find the answer. There's nothing to worry about. Nobody's going to hurt you. Morning, Donna. Anything going on I should know about? As usual, Harridge is a hotbed of nefarious activity, Sheriff. It's a wonder you can sleep at night. (laughs) Mr. Brandon Sr. called to say he was sitting on 377 surrounded by wild animals. Bill Lafferty asked for a ride to the liquor store. 
Marge Perkins reported her van is missing. And Miss Sandra has phoned three times. All right, call Mr. Brandon's nurse, Alma, and let her know where Senior is. Ignore Bill. He's probably passed out by now. And put an APB out on the missing van. I've already pulled the information from motor vehicles. Oh, and there's a package on your desk from the Phoenix Crime Lab. No chain of custody form? Should I consult my crystal ball? Or do you want me to contact the lab? I got it. Call Sandra Harridge back and ask her to come by the office around 4 o'clock, if that's convenient. Detective Scott, please. Sheriff Wingard from Harridge, Nevada, regarding the transfer of evidence. Hey, Greg. It's Doug Wingard. Yeah, no kidding. It has been a long time. Listen. I've got a package here from your lab that's missing the chain of custody form. No name on the return. It's a Walther P-38, bagged and tagged, with a name, Helen Riley, and case number 20-1030. Suicide? Why would your lab send the gun here? Ben Lawson? He's my deputy. Thanks, Greg. I'm sure there's a reason he requested it. I'll talk to you later. Hi, Pops. How are you doing? Are you warm enough? Let me tuck this blanket in a bit more. They're out there waiting. I need my gun. You don't need a gun, Pops. I've got mine. I'll protect you. They're after me, dang critters. Did you drink the juice Alma gave you this morning? I like it. I want Hawaiian punch. You can have any kind of juice you want, okay? What were you doing out on the highway this morning, Pops? Going to deliver these papers to Josiah Harridge. What papers? I can't say. Attorney-client privilege, you know. I'm your partner, Pops. Remember, I joined the practice after law school seven years ago? You always wanted me to take over so you could retire. Your mother wants to go to Hawaii when I retire. You took mom to Hawaii before she passed away. You were a good husband. Now Alma takes care of you. Remember Alma? She's your nurse. Here we go, Mr. B. A nice glass of Hawaiian punch just the way you like it. Thanks, Alma. Did he give you any trouble when you fetched him from the sheriff's station? Nothing I couldn't handle, Landon. The doctor increased his dosage, and I locked up the car keys as you requested. Why don't you let me take these papers to Mr. Harridge for you, Pops? You make sure he reads everything. He's got some dang fool newfangled notion who should inherit. Do you mean a generation-skipping trust? Just because it's legal don't mean it's right, after what he's put them kids through. I gotta go now, Pops. I'll see you later tonight. We'll play checkers, okay? You make sure you don't get involved with that Harridge girl. Whatever you say, Pops. What the hell?
Wonderful idea to light a fire, Roxy. I think it's colder in this old library than it is outside. I thought you might like it. This old house is drafty in winter. I'll say. Let's pull this game table closer to the fire so we can all see. Is it too soon for some Christmas music? Only three weeks left. Sounds good to me. Let me get my radio from the kitchen. So, Drew, did you ever figure out who owns the wine bar? I found something. I was going to tell you tonight. Don't keep me in suspense. Quick, before Roxy comes back. I dug through a box of old ledgers I found in the basement. Luckily, Aunt Sandra keeps everything, including canceled checks. You're kidding. I don't know anyone who writes checks anymore, much less holds on to canceled ones. That's not the interesting part. LB mentioned that Josiah's estate owns several pieces of property in Harridge. It's possible that the wine bar, or at least the property it sits on, is owned by the trust. And the rental income received by the trust funds the upkeep of Harridge House. (gasps) And that income has been in decline, which makes it all the more interesting. Why? Because I also found canceled checks written on the Harridge household account made out to ASH Enterprises with the word wine in the memo line. I think ASH stands for Amelia and Sandra Harridge. So if the trust owns the wine bar and the wine bar is paying rent to ASH Enterprises, does that mean that Sandra has been paying herself from the trust? I don't know, but it's something LB will be interested in, don't you think? Got it. Now let's see what I can find. You're sure Sandra is out of the house, Roxy? Oh, yes. She and Linda left after breakfast to do some holiday shopping in Tonopah. I don't expect they'll be back until late afternoon. Come, sit, Roxy. We need your help to figure out what's going on around here. Well, I don't know how useful I'll be, but I'll do whatever I can to help Linda. She just isn't herself lately. She's not the only one. What? Nothing. I wish Kate was here with us. After all, it's her husband's body we discovered at the seance. I feel responsible. If anyone should feel responsible, it's me. I conjured up the spirits. Roxy, no. If it wasn't for you, we never would have deciphered part of Josiah's journal. Well, let's have a look at the journal and see if there's anything in there about hypnotic trances. Careful. Some of those pages look fragile. Wish I knew what all these crazy symbols are. Some of them look familiar. What does that say? Ida? Let me see. There are two letters together, I-N, with a squiggle in front. Is that an L? Could it be Linda? Wait, the words next to it. I I know that phrase. Vitum Eternum. What does that mean? It's Latin for eternal life. Eternal life? Where have I heard that before? Here we go. Postmodern theories of afterlife advancement. Do you think Josiah was experimenting on dead bodies? Issy, don't jump to conclusions. He might have just been on the cutting edge of research into cellular aging. Our grandfather could have been eons ahead of Hayflick and Moorhead. Just think of it. 
I thought we were looking for information about trances. Roxy's right. Eternal life, as interesting as that might be to you, Drew, is not what we're after right now. Sorry, you're right. I just find it interesting that I share Josiah's interest in alternative medicine. Hey, look here. Some of these letters are capitalized. Kind of random. D-E-X-A-C-L-O-D-I-N. Dexaclodon. What is that? Some kind of drug? No, at least not any I've heard of. There's a protocol to naming drugs, and this word doesn't follow it. I need some paper and a pencil. In the top right drawer of the desk. What are you going to do? I think it's an anagram. I love doing them in college, but I'm rusty. It may take me a while. Mildred? I'm coming. Oh, it's you. Hey, this is good. Who are they for? For me. What do you want? Did that new Patricia Cornwell book come in? How's our guest? She need anything? She needs to go. You said it would only be a week or two at the most. It's been over a month. I want her out of here. I'm done harboring fugitives. The book is still at the Clark County Library, but I expect it to depart very soon. She hasn't been charged, so she isn't a fugitive. She's only a person of interest. Thanks for your trouble, Mildred. She's of no interest to me any longer. Get rid of her or I will. I'll give you a call when it comes in, Deputy. Is that all? They're really good. Who made them? I do not know. They were a gift. There's a tin on my doorstep every Monday. Kind of cookie of the week plan, eh? Do you share with our guest? Don't you have something better to do than harass the librarian? See you next Monday, Mildred. Is it safe? No one here. Cookie? Ooh, they look tasty. What's in them? Ginger dipped in strawberries and cream. I'm allergic to strawberries. More for me, then. Donna, what time is Sandra Herridge coming by? She's in Tonopah shopping, but will be here at four. Where are you going? Ben and I are going to grab lunch. Did you get that APB out? No need. Marge called back and said the van was in her yard, hidden by tall weeds. <sighs> Call Mildred and have her post a request on her bulletin board, asking someone to mow Marge's weeds. I've got it! The anagram spells out either Linda Codex or Codex Linda. Izzy, that book you mentioned the other day, you said it was a codex. I did. Drew, you're taller than we are. Can you reach that book on the third shelf? The one with the red spine? 
Ugh, heavy. The Handbook of Ritual Power? Have you been holding out on me? I found this book when we first came to Harwich. It's about spells and words of power, whatever that means. Here it is. To subjugate someone, say a magical formula over two nails and then drive them into his doorpost, one on the right side and one on the left. I've seen nails in the doorframe of Linda's room. I always thought it was poor workmanship. But what is the magical formula? I'm looking. You need a specific frequency sound to accompany the magical formula. You said you heard Aunt Sandra utter a phrase. Maybe the formula is the phrase itself. You know, like on that Star Trek episode, when the tones on Kirk's communicator coupled with him saying Kirk to Enterprise opened the obelisk. You are such a geek. What language is this? I have no idea. Why? Parts of this book are similar to the writing in the journal, see? You're right. Let me take a picture and send it to Ray. He's into researching. Hey, Drew. Good to hear from you. Ray, I've got a challenge for you. I just sent you a picture of some weird kind of writing. Can you identify it and call me back? Sure thing. I thought you and Ray and Liz... When someone lies to me, I don't banish them. I just change their role in my life. What's that supposed to mean? Ray can still be of some help to us. That door isn't closed yet. But please, don't say anything to Sandra. Of course not. Hi, Ray. Some challenge. You've got to do better than that. Well, what is it? The writing is Coptic. It's a variation of Egyptian that incorporates a lot of Greek script, vocabulary, and phrases. You can find alphabet charts all over the internet. Why? Uh, thanks for your help. Drew, do you think Josiah knew Coptic and used it in his journal? It sure would explain all the weird symbols and squiggles. I mean, he switches from English to Latin to Egyptian to Greek. I wouldn't be surprised if there are some other languages mixed in as well. This is all fascinating, but I'd better start prepping for tonight's dinner or Miss Sandra will have my head. Beef bourguignon takes a while to make. Can I fix you some lunch before I start? Thanks, Roxy, but not for me. I'll eat in town as I have some errands to run. Do you need anything from the store? Thank you, Mr. Drew. You're always so thoughtful. More errands for Sandra? No, I have an appointment to get my blood drawn. Have you made yours yet? <sighs> Not yet. Afraid of a little needle? Oh, I worked in the health center in college. I can draw blood and give shots with the best of them. I just prefer to do it to others than have it done to me. Don't worry, I'll make that appointment. We could drop in on LB. Why on earth would we do that? Because he's interested in you. Seriously, sis. I've seen the way he looks at you. He's smitten. <laughs> Leave the book on the table, and I'll shelve it before Aunt Sandra returns. Thanks. If you don't mind, I'll keep the journal with me to see if I can spot any other anagrams that might help us. I know there's something about trances in here. 
If I can just find it, all my problems will be solved. What do you want? I've just returned from Christmas shopping with Linda. You remember Linda, don't you? Stay away from her, Sandra. I'm warning you. Or what? What will you do? You can't leave here. You no longer have any minions to do your bidding. You are a pathetic caricature of yourself encased in a decaying body. <sighs> don't be so sure about that. I'm getting stronger every day. Soon you will bend to my wishes. You may have forgotten the things you taught me in Amelia, Josiah, but I haven't. They weren't just parlor tricks, and when I found the handbook of ritual power in your library... Oh, don't look so shocked. You always thought I was too stupid for Levi. But I have the power now. Linda is mine. That's why you'll never get out of this cellar. <laughs> Who's there? I know you're there. Come, let's talk. I won't hurt you. <laughs> Who knew the Coptic alphabet was all over YouTube? Thank you, Ray. The word is daughter. Linda is a daughter. But whose? She's too young to be Josiah's daughter. Or, wait, maybe not. Maybe eternal life does have something to do with this. Oh, that's creepy. If she's a heritage, her blood could help me pass that test. If it doesn't work, I'll be found out. But if I don't try, I'll be found out anyway. Okay. I can do this. Good. Drew's car is still gone, and Linda should be cleaning upstairs about now. Piece of cake. No one will ever know. Ah! I knew Drew would still have a medical kit. Once a medical student, always a medical student. Syringe? Check. Tube? Check. Tourniquet? Check. Some tape and alcohol wipes? What's this? A tuning fork? That could work. Oh, you startled me, Miss Issy. Is everything all right? It will be. Linda? Yes? You are an innocent. Linda? Yes, Miss Issy? Whoa. It worked. Roll up your sleeve, Linda. Yes. I'm going to tie a tourniquet around your arm. Make a fist. Make a fist. 
I'm going to swab your arm and then insert the needle. Linda, you won't feel a thing. I feel nothing. I'm drawing your blood now. Good girl. Okay, I'm removing the tourniquet. Here, hold this and put pressure. Pressure. Good. You clotted fast. I'm putting a band-aid on your arm. Linda, roll your sleeve down. Tonight, you'll remove the band-aid and will only remember scratching your arm. I scratched my arm. Linda, you have to leave now. You You are are an innocent. innocent. Were you saying something, Miss Issy? I said that this playroom looks nice now that it's being cleaned regularly. I'm glad you're taking such good care of it. I'm sure when Kate returns, her daughters will love it. Thank you. I need to leave now. Yes, you do. I'd like to be alone. You can finish cleaning later. What have you done, Izzy? Miss Sandra, the sheriff is expecting me. Expecting you to do what? You may have nothing to do, Donna, but I'm a very busy woman. Sheriff Wingard summoned me. Please be so kind as to announce me. Sheriff, Miss Sandra is here. Carriage dispatched to all units, code 3, 1052, 1033, officer down at the sheriff's station, shots fired. Repeat, officer down at the Harrod Sheriff's Station. Was my father's warning about that Harridge girl, about Issy Braddock, or someone else? I'm L.B. Brandon Jr. Please don't reveal the secrets of Heritage House. Tonight's episode was written by Dee Beardsley, directed by Heidi Hampton and Catherine Hampton, and produced by Jeff Bossa, Joe Bly, and Heidi Hampton. Original music was provided by Mike and Linda Bodinger. The cast included Carrie Hampton as Issy, Asher Killian as Drew, Cece Dietline as Kate, Heidi Hampton as Sandra, Asher Honor Huang as Blake, Rachel Anderson as Linda, Anita Kelly as Roxy, Caleb Mertz Vega as Ray, Mark Helton as LB Brandon Jr., Cody Lindenberger as Richard, Justin Clauser as Josiah, Ben Johnson as Sheriff Wingard, Jeff Moore as Deputy Ben, Melanie Johnson as Donna, Dick Van Buskirk as LB Brandon Sr., and Darla Bayer as Alma. Mildred the Librarian was played by Katherine Hampton. This program is produced by Proscenium Players Incorporated and KNVC 95.1 FM and is funded by donations from our listeners. For more information, please visit our websites. Tune in next time for more secrets of Heritage House. Thank you.